Yo, what's up? This is the baddest man in Mississippi, Ben Big Tuna Parish. You catch me on Pro Sports Podcasters. Running it up. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Colbert Duran. Today I'm here with Justin Williams. Justin, how's it going? Oh, living the dream, Kobe. I missed you. I'm back. I was gone for so long. I missed your voice. And today we've got one of Bellator's brightest. He's moving up the light heavyweight rankings, four and one in Bellator on a three fight win streak, coming off what was one of the most ridiculous fights I've seen as an MMA fan. And I've been around since the very beginning. Alex, good to have you on. Alex, easy polizy. How's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Fantastic, buddy. Fantastic. Let's get right into it. Now, Alex, I wanted to ask you specifically about the last fight against Azevedo. When the fight was over, I I didn't catch who it was, but I saw one of the ring officials ask you point blank, are you okay? Do you want to go to the ER? And you said, no, I'm good. I kind of want to know how that works when it comes to Bellator. Do they force you to go to the hospital or no? Nobody's forced me to go to the hospital. This has been the the fight where where they'd really be asking about it. If if you watch my previous fights, there hasn't been. I mean, there definitely hasn't been any amount of comparable damage to what I took to the Zabato fight. Yeah. Um, but but Bellator is really good about uh, taking care of the athletes, and you know, just like I'm sure every other promotion, if if there's something that's going on, you you, you turn down. Uh, doctor you turn down the er service and then you realize you know later when you're in the shower or when you're the next day when you wake up like oh no something's terribly wrong they have resources that you can get covered for that and and making sure that you're staying healthy whether they're just looking out for their for their uh for their fighters to fight again or or it's for health reasons either way they do a pretty good job looking after us, making sure that we have the care that we want. Okay. And may- maybe maybe it's not in line with what we need because fighters on their own are kind of proud and may, may shirk off things that we, we may need. But I, I think that after the adrenaline wears off and the lights are faded, that everyone kind of realizes like, hey, I got to take care of myself. And uh, they can get it that way if they're not forced. So. Okay. Okay. So did you see a doctor after that fight or no? I did. I, I went ahead and uh, I, I came back to Vegas after some of the initial swelling. You know, we just wanted to double check, make sure that things were were working okay. And, you know, it, it gives me a better timeline on when I can return to training, you know, to, to check in on things. Looking at stuff, it was actually kind of funny. The, the doctor said that I should follow up with a dentist because the only thing that they found was I had a little bit of plaque back in my back in my teeth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so no no broken nose, no broken cheekbone, orbitals all good. Brain scan looked what I assume is normal for for my brain. So yeah, we're all good. <laughs> for a warrior, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
Okay. And then when, when you signed on with Bellator, did you sign a, a multi-fight contract or was it just a one-fight contract when you first came in? Uh, when I first came in, we did that the LFA championship. And it was, they, they called me that night when I was still, you know, walking around looking for things to eat while wearing the big belt. They uh, they gave my manager a call up and, and offered me a four-fight contract. Went through that. That was that ended with uh, Grant Neal. Mm-hmm. And uh, lucky enough that, you know, lucky enough or I had fun enough fights that they uh, signed me for another four here. So this is one in four after Azevedo. Okay. Okay. I was wondering how that worked because, and, and again, I guess it's a blanket system. No matter what happens to you in the cage, they're going to take care of you as long as you're under Bellator contract. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've, they've, uh, they've given me no indication that they do otherwise. Okay. All right. Good. I've, I've always kind of wondered about that, but like, this is the first situation I've talked to someone right after like in a, in a you know, vicious fight to find out what exactly happened there. And like I said, when I talked to you after the fight, I was amazed that you were at the post-fight interview, to be entirely honest. You know, I I, I actually heard, I, I heard a little bit that like, it, it sounded a little like I was, like I wasn't speaking um, with a normal voice. Like it, my, my, like my words were a little slurry. And I, I, I went back and I listened and I said, I was like, oh, that's just because my nose was all filled with blood. I was, I was speaking very, I was real nasally. It was all yeah. in the front because I was trying to, and I think, I think during the interview a couple of times, if, if you were watching, I, I had to stop and wipe a little bit of blood onto my shirt. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, on, so on my end, when I'm, when I'm in the, uh, the virtual room for the post-fight interviews, basically you're watching the event and then as soon as somebody wins, the screen comes up and says, next person up is, you know, the victor, of course. Okay. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it, the screen won't come up because maybe it was a, a, a war of a fight and both people are going to go straight to the, yeah. you know, the hospital and get checked out, whatever. And you know, so in your case, I'm watching the fight. You got, you got hammered in the, in the second round. You get through it. You come yeah. back and just, just clinically finish him in the third, just ABC. He's out of there. Yeah, it was real quick. Right? And I'm thinking, okay, now, is, is he actually going to come to this? Like, he probably won't come to this. And that, that's right after I heard the guy say, you know, like, hey, are you okay? You want to go to the ER? And you're like, no, I'm all right. And I thought, yeah. well, he's he's still not going to show up. And then and then the screen comes up and it says, next person up, Alex Belizzi. And I'm like, ah, I think they kind of jumped the gun on that one. And then, like, five <laughs> minutes went by and all of a sudden there you are. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's legit. <laughs> like, I, I could not believe that you came in and you were smiling, man. You were loving it. So full respect to you guy, because that, that was one hell of a fight. It stole the show when it comes right down to it. You completely stole the show. Oh, that, that feels good, man. You know, and I, I've, I've had, I've had some people like, well, you're ranked and how come you're not on the main card and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, main card, prelim card. I, I, I'm, I'm just glad that people like watching me fight, man. It's, it's kind of surreal that I can you know, get into a cage, really try to hurt another person. And like, I come out of it and instead of the cops being there, they give me a check. It's, it's sweet. I'm living the life. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. But I mean, okay. So uh, prelims versus main card, to be honest, nine times out of 10, the prelims are better. <laughs> nine times out of 10. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you got to know what you're getting into. And, and I mean, I'm speaking for a lot of a lot of my fans, especially back in my hometown of Beloit. Like, 
oh man, I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble if Bellator listens to this, but whatever, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. You, you know, the the Showtime the Showtime package, I'm not sure it's worth it. Just just get on you, just hop on YouTube. Just hop on YouTube. I'm on there. It's it's a good time. It's for free. You can uh, you can check me out anywhere. You don't need a you don't need a TV or some sort of package. Just stream it on your phone, YouTube, and enjoy some violence. Is uh is the pay any different depending where you are on the card? Well, that I I have experienced a little bit of that. Actually, my first fight, I think I made it. Was I on the main card of my first one? I know that uh, my pay grade was a little bit different in my first fight um, because of my opponent, Rafael Cavajo, yeah. was an established fighter and, um, you know, had, had been on with Bellator for a little bit. So it, it was a little bit better that way. But uh, since then, again, like I said, you know, Bellator has been a really done a really good job taking care of me. I've got no complaints pay wise. So. If they want to keep putting me on the, if they want to keep putting me on the YouTube card, or whether I make my way to the Showtime card, either way is, it's all good with me. I'm pretty sure your next fight will be on the Showtime card because they'll use this last fight as the promotion for it, 100. percent I don't know if if they hear if they hear this interview, hear me bad mouth and pop a Showtime, <laughs> might not make my way there. Nah, they'll put you on, man. They'll put you on, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they got to put you on you. You survived the knee. You know what I mean? Like that's just you need to change your nickname to like Easy Knees. I don't know. Kneezy. 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 That sounds like a rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, Kneezy. With his hit song to the mat. Anyways. So with everything going on right now and like your name obviously popping up everywhere, I noticed on social media, at least from what I saw quickly, that you aren't verified. Is that something you'll be seeking in the future? Oh man, I'm gonna level with you guys. I, I'm not entirely sure what that entails or does or anything. And if if you've been with me on, well, is verified is a Twitter thing, correct? Or is that also an Instagram thing? Also an Insta and TikTok oh, and Facebook. Well, shoot, <laughs> maybe I, maybe I should look into that because I, I I know Twitter. I'm I'm not very good at. Not a lot of my thoughts are are worthy of of shouting out to the void however I, I i find myself having a lot of good good photos i i uh i use the instagram quite a bit so yeah maybe you you guys would give me something to think about maybe i'll try to get verified whatever that means do you guys know is there a process do i get to like yeah. send actually okay. for for you you could probably do it through bellator oh yeah i probably could they'll vouch for me correct a hundred percent all right i i don't have to i don't have to send anybody my my uh my visa my passport <laughs> you, you if, if, if somebody asks they're probably trying to oh shoot i gotta get that back <laughs> i think somebody's trying to steal my identity i did not buy the following items uh, <laughs> but no so it depends on where you're going so i'm more of a twitter user myself just because I'm, I'm a comedian so i like to write jokes and kind of throw them out there uh-huh. and be like here void is this funny and sometimes yeah. they respond um, so I'm not actually much of an Instagram person, but I know for Twitter in order to get verified as a comedian, as I am, or actor uh-huh. entertainer, I need three articles written about me from verified sources. Uh, so it can't be like Bob's blogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So three verified sources within six months. And like I said, I researched your name and the knee came up everywhere. So that right. knee to the face could literally get you celebrity status. Yeah. That'll get you verified hundred percent. Oh my god! Well, yes. sweet, because before that, if you if you ever googled my name, it would just be that hotel inspector. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that, I'm not going to lie. That happened for me too, but I had to type in MMA. And then when I typed in MMA, I got what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, she's she's great. I'm, I I love her work. Does a good job. Had a long, gracious career, but you know, sometimes I, I tell people like, hey, I'm Alex Polizzi. I'm a fire. They look me up and they're like, you liar. Why'd you give me a fake name? You can buy the same name. You liar. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies, Alex. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And then for, for Instagram, it's a bit more complicated. They want like six articles or like a, a vouch in this case. And the vouch, you work for Bellator. You're like, Unst, look at me. I don't know why you're German now, but you can yeah. be like, look at me. There I am. Do you want to talk to my knee? I feel like you just threaten everyone with your knee. It's not even you. Like you took the knee, but I don't know. But anyway, you get my point. You can get verified. Well, it, it, it's the other way. I, I just threat. I threatened to attack everyone with my my face, which apparently doesn't break. Yeah, headbutt. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Yeah, headbutt. Just threaten headbutts all around everybody. And yeah, actually, <laughs> you broke his knee off your face. Um, <laughs> that's how strong it is. But once you're verified, companies start looking for you, right? So it's like, oh, he's verified. What does he do? Oh, he's an MMA fighter. Oh, okay, cool, awesome. Maybe he'll wear our ten dollars shirts that we can charge fifteen if we. It's stick a space good on. path to sponsorship. Is basically what it is. That's some solid advice because I've, for my previous fights, I've been. I keep sending emails to the Arby's marketing exec. Arby's. She stopped responding after a couple drunken ones, and I mean, <laughs> it's whatever. But like you know, at the same time, like come on, guys, I'm 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 ready to rep the brand. That's right. <laughs> we'll throw PSP on you for your next fight. Just... <laughs> All right. <laughs> no idea how much it costs. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Alex, before we get off that topic, what what are your social media accounts? Oh man, social media accounts. I'm on Facebook. I'm on the what is it the big three now facebook instagram twitter you can find me all uh easy Polizzi. that's e-a-z-y a lot of people say the the normal way to spell easy but i threw a z in there to throw out the last name yeah e-a-z-y-p-o-l-i-z-z-i yeah you can find me any of those places i'm still trying to trying to work trying to figure it out you know maybe once i get verified i'll uh i'll be better at it but you know what I tell people is I'm I'm a much better I'm a much more entertaining fighter than I am social media person. So come into the social media for the fight news. <laughs> now, is it safe to assume that you're an Italian American? Ah, how could you tell? <laughs> Alex, <laughs> I'm just rolling with the name. I'm just rolling with the name. So you are then? Yeah. So soccer fan or no? You know, not not follow. I, I get I get questioned this a lot, and whenever come not not just soccer. But uh, I don't watch a lot of sports in general. I'm I'm a I'm a doer kind of guy. Okay, fair enough. And you're from Wisconsin, so not even a Green Bay fan. I wore out my taste for football after after high school. I played varsity ball for three years. We won three games in three years. <laughs> that killed it for you. Leaves a little sour taste in your mouth, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. hundred percent. This episode is brought to you by Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. Get into your best shape with their comprehensive programs. So sign up now to either their basic package or warrior package with the code PSPKB, all caps, for 15% off. Stay fit this winter with Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. Now, you said yourself you got two black eyes currently, but how soon are you looking to get back in the cage? Competition-wise, you know, I, I'm hoping that I can get another fight here 
I'm still I'm still hopeful that you know I in the past I've said that I don't take a lot of damage, I like to try to get in there. Um, I I feel that even though this one was a was a heck of a knee assessing the damage wise, doesn't look like uh, anything's real rough. So I I still like to maintain my schedule of four fights a year, maybe get one every season. Hopefully we'll be we'll be back before the summer's up. All right, perfect, perfect, and. Toughest guy you've wrestled against? Toughest guy of oh man, I've I've gone against some real, real tough guys. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you two. Okay, I'll give you two. Adam Kuhn. I wrestled him when he was much smaller when he was wrestling at two fifteen. But this was back in high school, and he's he's gained like seventy pounds of muscle, and he's a <laughs> scary human being right now. Yeah. Uh, but I I'd say. Let's see. Before that, see now I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a name, and I'm gonna have a bunch of guys that beat me up for a long time. They're gonna be like, "Why wasn't I there?" But uh, <laughs> I ended up wrestling uh, Jaden Cox at one of the. Let's see. I think it was a Fila Junior Open, and yeah, man, it's th- there's a lot of guys that um, I, I wasn't always the most technical wrestler, but sometimes I could just kind of batter my way into into good position and, and get get the one up it's on people but Jaden is just too slick man too slick too strong too tough couldn't do it and how do you think the the cardio compares between wrestling and MMA it's definitely different and and actually I I, I say this I, I've said this to uh some of my training partners at at uh at extreme I could wrestle for an hour hour and a half I I, I could keep going you know we'll we'll move in and out but if we mix MMA in there, now I'm I'm starting to gas. And it's just I, I think it's the way I think it's the way bodies are, you know, experiences bit bodies are built and your training, uh, the way you carry yourself in in those sports, you know. Okay. If you take a, a marathon runner and you, you stick them in a in a pool, like they're gonna lose out a lot faster than somebody who's trained to swim, and vice versa, you know. Take that swimmer out of the pool and get him in some running shoes, it takes a little longer. So it's it's not quite apples to oranges. There's there's definitely some crossover, you know, just because MMA has a lot of wrestling in it. But I think that you can see it, and especially in a lot of my fights when the fight starts to wear on and, and we're, we're expending that energy, I fall back onto what's comfortable where, where I know that I, I have plenty of gas tank left, which is in the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why you end up just grinding guys out because they, they don't have that fallback. Whereas you do, it's something I've always found that's quite interesting because watching wrestling matches versus watching MMA is very different. Very it looks like wrestling would expend more energy, but most most wrestlers they they agree with you. It's it's a lot less taxing on their bodies to wrestle. Yep, and and, and I think part of that has to do with just uh, again like technique and and knowing you know it, it's it, I go back to swimming again. Like if you take somebody who knows how to swim, they expend a lot less energy moving through the water versus somebody who's no idea what they're doing. And maybe sinks like a rock and looks like when they're trying to swim, they're trying, trying to pull the pool around them instead of move through the pool. Okay. That makes total sense, actually. And that, that's me. That's me in the pool. I'm, I'm trying to pull it around me. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> we were talking about taste earlier. And I always ask this question to all my, 
like fellow friends that I've met on the podcast. And by the way, I just followed you on all your socials. Just FYI. Nice. Uh, good content. Good content. <laughs> I find your Twitter's a lot of retweets, which is brilliant. <laughs> like everyone does the work. So you're basically literally pulling people around <laughs> you in this case. Yeah. So like, that's a yeah, great just... tweet. tweet. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Love it. Have you ever had a Canadian dish called a poutine? Ah, so if I'm to understand this correctly, that's some French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. You are amazing. Kobe, get him a shirt. Yeah, yeah he uh, knows it. He knows it. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. I'm from Wisconsin, so like we're a third in on that dish. The the cheese curds are are reign supreme. So of mm-hmm. course we gotta we gotta investigate wherever our curds are going. There's some places you'll get and they they try to goof around and tell you it's poutine, but it's just it's just cheese balls in gravy and and fries that if if they don't squeak they're not curds. I mean, if the cheese don't squeak, you don't have curds. And if you don't have curds, then I don't know, you just have messy fries. Messy fries. You are correct. Nobody wants <laughs> messy fries. Do you have a specific one you enjoy like a aside from the classic or is it the classic you know uh classics are there for a reason and i i i i always enjoy i always enjoy a spin here and there but like there's it's tough to beat just crispy rich and then digging into those curds and and getting them every once oh man yeah the, the og the og for me and what are the odds that you're going to order a poutine for night or tonight for dinner? Ooh, poutine tonight for dinner. You know, he, here's the thing. I've been out in Vegas now for, for a few months. I, I It's been a minute since I've had poutine. Kirsten! Kirsten, we're going to get some poutine tonight! Okay. Yeah, it's it, it, it's going to happen. Ooh, I, you know, Vegas, Vegas has plenty of food. We're going to find it. Oh, you're awesome, buddy. <laughs> that was amazing. So hold on. How how has the transition been to Vegas? What's it like living in Vegas coming from Wisconsin? Uh, weather's a lot nicer. There's not as many mosquitoes. And I'll start to say some of the cons, which are that it's it's drier, which is sort of a pro, but also kind of a con. We we have a we have a couple of uh humidifiers just based around the crib, you know. Knuckles tend to crack a little easier. Chap lips happen a lot more often. My my real biggest complaint about Vegas is I I got a I got a little dog and she likes to run around and there's just not as many big green spaces for her to run. The only good green spaces in Vegas seem to be for uh for rich people to play golf in. So <laughs> exactly. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what kind of dog you got? Oh, she's a little mutt. Uh close thing is the plot hound. We got her from the pound. She's got that little uh She's got that little Doberman color, you know, where she's black and she's got a little bit of brown above the eyes. Yep. I know what a plot hound is, but so she's smaller, yeah. but she's smaller though. Yeah. A l- little smaller. She's about, she's about 30 pounds. Uh, we, you know, we got her apartment to apartment. So I, I didn't want to get something, you know, 50, 60 pounds. that would kind of feel like it was cramped all day. Yep. But she's still big enough that, you know, if I want to go out and take a five mile run she can come with she's not like you know little chihuahua dog where you take her on the block ones and she's like ready to ready to have a heart attack <laughs> can you say can you save money in vegas or no can i save money in vegas what do you mean like is there any way of can you save money in vegas or, or do you find money just 
slipping out your fingers. Oh, oh no, no. Uh, you know, I, I think a big misconception that, you know, I just, it's not just the strip. Like there, there's plenty of places off. And, and, and I know that everyone's big experience with Vegas is the strip. But, you know, if you, if you take a couple miles and head outside of that, that main area, the restaurants are a little more reasonable. Housing is just like any other big city and, you know, picking up groceries and whatnot. Yeah, we've actually uh, been finding that we've been doing a lot better cash-wise and, and living-wise. Um, and, you know, the upgraded contract, four-fight contract from Bellator certainly doesn't hurt. But, yeah, we're uh, loving it out here, living life and enjoying uh, enjoying the year-round sunshine. Now, you're technically a celebrity. I don't know about that. <laughs> you definitely are. You're, you're a celebrity, and Vegas is full of celebrities, especially fighters. So do you spend a lot of time around a lot of different fighters now because of the move? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, the gym I'm at now, Extreme Couture, there's, it's all fighters. Everybody's, everybody's, like I said, you know, whether they're dropping in, whether they're here permanently, everybody's got eyes on the prize, to, so, so to speak. Everyone wants to be that, that superstar level fighter. So you get a lot of guys who are, you know, at the upper echelons of fighting and, and fighting good promotions and Guys who, you know, maybe are famous more so than me. They have a lot more celebrity than I do. So, one, it takes a little bit of pressure off. And two, a big thing I noticed is that I'm not treading unknown waters. You know, I, I can ask guys for help or advice on, you know, how to deal with sponsors. Or um, a, a big noticeable change that I had was, you know, when I got my, my primary care physician, mm-hmm. uh, when I came out here, He's used to having fighters. He can, if I say, hey, I have a fight coming up in a month. I need a blood test and an MRI and this. He's like, yeah, man, I got you. We'll just schedule it right away. Versus back in Wisconsin, when I say, hey, I need an, I need a cardiovascular test right away. They're like, well, you need to be referred to by a specialist. And it'll be three to four months. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> have you been starstruck at all? When I first came, I I think I think I'll uh, give it a little bit because I had to take a photo with them and with Francis Ngannou. Okay. Maybe maybe starstruck, but also like I sometimes the TV doesn't give you the credit to how big a person actually is, and Francis is is very big. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, seeing him in the in the practice room, and then uh, and then you know going right from that to. Man, he's a big guy. I, I've seen him on TV. I've seen him knocking out these people, and then now we're now we're wrestling in a match, and it just really solidified. Like, man, this is this is the place to be if I wanna if I wanna continue this journey and keep getting better. No, oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. I, I love hearing those stories, like kind of like behind the scenes of just meeting people and kind of getting humble. Not really humbled, but just have a humbling moment, kind of deal. With yeah. working at Extreme Couture, have you met? You know, you said you're talking about Francis Ngannou, kind of walking around. Have you met uh, Randy Couture by chance, or anything of the nature? Oh man, I, I haven't seen Randy yet. You, you know, uh, he, I, I know he's a busy guy, and you know, on the other hand, too, I mean, we're we're always pretty busy in there. Pro practice goes by pretty quick, and everyone's kind of in and out and doing. Like I said, everyone's kind of. Uh, eyes on the prize so it's it's all it's all hard work and focus um but no i haven't haven't seen randy quite yet <laughs> i feel like you'll find him one day relatively soon i mean you train there so 
And you're famous, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, Alex. Awesome, buddy. You're wicked to talk to, man. It was fun. I'm looking forward to your next fight. I'm hoping it goes a little bit easier for you this time when it comes right down to it. I'm always I'm always hoping for it, but ridiculous fight seems to follow me around quite a bit. So, eh, it's whatever. I hope you give the knee. No joke, buddy. My my wife saw that shot and she was worried for you. Okay, like she literally <laughs> saw that shot and was, "Oh my god, is he okay?" I'm like, "He's still fighting." So still like, fighting. I guess he's okay. And I don't. I. It looked to me, honestly, it looked to me like you you took the shot, you blacked out. I actually think you you starched for a second, yeah. and then he hit you, and it brought you back, and brought instant back. instinct took over, and you just wrapped him up. Yeah, yeah. Instinct definitely took over during that, and uh, I've looked at it a couple times, and I thought if if he had need me, and then just backed away. Yes, I think he would have had the win. I I think he may have gotten it. Yeah. Correct. I think that would have been the win, but he went after you and you were like, that's the wrong choice. <laughs> that fight's <laughs> ridiculous. I've watched that fight like six times, man. Like, it's it's awesome. That fight was friggin' awesome. It's going to be one of the best fights of the year by far. That's, hey, that that's what I'm here for. And I, I tell people, this ain't, this isn't soccer. I don't have a set schedule. If, if people don't like watching me fight, I don't get to. So I, I, I really do appreciate it. And this is looking far ahead, but do you ever, do you ever practice for five round fights or no? Yeah, absolutely. You do? Yeah. Okay. Definitely are there. And I mean, like, you know, one of the, one of the best ways to practice is to go in there and get it. So going, going five round, going five, five minute rounds, definitely something we've looked at. Like I said, the cardio, whether we're, whether we're wrestling or trying to work boxing for that long, we're, we're ready. I, you know. And, and again, with, with my style, I never want to be the guy who looks like he's, like he's gassing. I need to make sure that I'm, I'm putting the, the pressure on. Now, is that just your, is that your coaches and your decision? Or is that something that's happening more now in general in MMA that they're, everyone's starting to practice for five round fights? I think kind of everybody is, you know, it, 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 if you're in this sport, you're looking to make it to the top and the top is five, five minute rounds. So why, why would you not be ready for that? Okay. Great answer, buddy. Great answer. <laughs> you have a good one. Thanks for the time today. Enjoy Vegas. We'll do. Yes. Cheers. Hey, Justin Williams here. Thank you for listening to our segment. If you want to hear more or receive exclusive detailed information, don't forget to follow us on our social medias, such as Instagram at pro.sports.podcasters. You can also get directly involved with us through messaging. See you later.